0: Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast for Amazon sellers it's kirstie and isaac here we're the co-founders of real coaching for amazon sellers and we've worked with thousands of amazon sellers since 2015 to help grow their businesses the right way now one thing we wanted to do when we created this podcast is to help people like you guys listening right now to not only understand the ins and outs of selling on amazon but also make sure that you make life and business simple for yourself most of us wanted to create this business because we wanted freedom in some way whether that be from a job that you currently have or want to travel more or spend time with kids, et cetera. But basically what we've seen happen time and time again is that sellers make things more complicated and therefore overwhelming for themselves. There's so much opportunity out there that it becomes debilitating and stops you from moving forward. So we've identified the five big mistakes. In fact, we call them the FBA killer mistakes that we've seen Amazon sellers make time and time again. And we've made them too. And we wanted to create a series for you guys to understand these killer mistakes, and more importantly, give you the solutions to those mistakes, and also how to avoid them. And today's the first episode in this series.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, you know, we see these time and time again. So we just thought it was important to highlight them. Because I mean, literally, probably all you need to do is kind of watch this series to really understand the core things that number one, you shouldn't do, but then also how to fix them, right? So, The single most important thing in your business is not necessarily about what you're going to sell. Obviously, we're in a physical products business. That's the core thing that we always go to, right? But really in any business, and especially in the Amazon business, it's about how much cash flow and how much income you're actually going to make. That's the whole reason why we started the business, right? So there's no point in focusing all your time and effort on shiny new objects, you know, focused on the top line, if you're not actually starting to take money out and making a paycheck, So when you're actually building the business the right way, it really comes down to how much money you put back in your pocket, you know, day after day, month after month, year after year, right? And what we find and see is that most Amazon sellers fail in this first six to 12 months, but really for one main reason, they run out of money, right? Trying to figure out a consistent way basically to, you know, choose profitable products that are going to make them money, which is the cornerstone of what you need to do. Also generate and maintain cash flow so the flow of cash coming through the business also being able to generate predictable monthly growth as well right so it's all right you can launch a product but if it's not actually you know consistently growing or reaching a target then you've got a problem also launching products profitably and also consistently so having a consistent way of doing it which ultimately means that you're going to beat the competition because a lot of people out there they're worried about you know is it too competitive right is amazon done because it's too competitive
1: Yeah. And so if you've ever, you know, sat there thinking to yourself, you know, I'm not doing as well as I thought, have you ever chosen a product that doesn't make you any money? We call them dud products. Have you ever got stuck selecting products and feel like it's the hardest decision you've ever had to make? You know, have you ever got stuck launching products, hoping it will work, but you soon run out of money because you just didn't realize how much money the launch was going to cost or advertising. And you felt like you just can't keep adding products, hoping your business will grow. Or you felt like you don't have a solid workable method for launches and relaunches. You know, there's, there's all these people out there saying, you know, you need to get off Amazon because Amazon's too risky. So if you ever felt like that, or if you've ever wondered why you can't take any money out of your business, or you're worried that you can't get sales because your niche is too competitive. That happens, we hear this all the time. Every niche is too competitive. It's what everybody tells us. Or if you're worried about seller performance delisting you for whatever reason, or you had a burning desire to grow and scale and make a consistent income, or you wanted a business that makes you a paycheck and pays the bills, then this series is for you because that's what we've actually done for ourselves and we've helped other clients do. And it doesn't matter if you started selling 10 years ago, three months ago, or you're thinking of just starting out, being aware of these FBA killer mistakes means that you can either restart or start the right way to make sure that you're growing your business for your lifestyle goals.
0: Yeah. So why don't we We'll just jump straight in and today what we're going to talk about is the FBA business killer number one which I think and we I think we both reckon this right Isaac that one of the biggest challenges that we see sellers have over and over again is that people and when we start working with people as well is fixing a broken product selection process right as I said earlier it really is the cornerstone of your business that's why I think so many people procrastinate around this and also worry about it and either don't take any action or don't have the right information to be able to select products confidently, right? So we see this all the time. People come to us and they go, you know what? My biggest challenge is finding new products because my niche is saturated or I'm continually injecting cash into the business that I don't have with no return. It really is all a sign and a symptom of a much bigger issue, which is you've got a broken product selection process. So to start to grow your income, you know, without feeling anxious or feel like you're guessing, You need a product selection process that gives you the exact numbers and also the metrics to know how much money each product is going to make you, even after all your costs, right? So you're not just going to buy the product. You're not just going to ship that to Amazon. You're then going to need to market it. That's the way that we generate that predictable growth. So we use things like Amazon PPC, Sponsored Ads, the Sponsored Ads platform. And you need a solid system that predicts how much inventory you're going to need as well, because guess what? You buy a shed load of inventory, be stuck, stuck that in Amazon, you don't know how quickly you're gonna turn that over. All your money's gonna be tied up in that inventory as well, right? So just think about it. If you've been hit with hidden costs, like you know, smashing your profit, essentially when you launch the product. Also, you know, we get this all the time: Amazon PPC is killing me. How many people <laughs> say that to us? Yeah. It's killing me, man. It's like, well, you control it. I don't, I don't know. Why all my money's
1: you. gone, PPC stole it.
0: Yeah, exactly. They stole my money. <laughs> Also, you might have a lot of stock. Uh, Also, you might feel that the FBA is really eating into your profit as well. What you really need to do is make some core shifts in your product selection process. And we've got three big ones that we're going to go through with you today. So that essentially, if you make these shifts, you're going to be a lot more confident about actually selecting the products and moving forward with them and starting to make money. So shift number one is really about not thinking about what products you're going to sell. You actually want to start with how much money you want to make. So how much income do you actually want to make from the business? Now, we normally ask people this, Isaac, what, what do they generally say when we say to them, hey, how much money do you want to make from this business?
1: Yeah, somewhere between five and $10,000 a month is kind of the income goal that they have for themselves.
0: Yeah, exactly. And usually they haven't re- even really thought about that because what they're doing is they're constantly going, okay, well, what what's the product? What's the product? Yeah, I've got yeah. to pick the perfect product. But we actually stand back and think, yeah, actually, that's what I want, right? I want around five to $10,000 income. For most people, exe- especially when you're starting out, that's, like, amazing. You can leave your job. You can probably um, go traveling with that. You can have an awesome lifestyle with that, right?
1: Yeah. And so one just thing think I, just about, kind of, I was just going to say, like one, one, one thing is that, that kind of people get hung up as trying to replace their income, like, Wrap like immediately, which isn't yeah. exactly possible. We'll, we'll talk about more about that later. But it's just people are like, "Oh, I want to make exactly what I make." So if I have a hundred eighty thousand dollars a year job, I want to make one hundred eighty thousand dollars from Amazon business, or else what's the point? It's like, yeah, so that's kind of the wrong way to look at it.
0: Yeah, it is because um, really you just need to think about how much do you need to mm-hmm. make the change. If you've got a fancy car, well, not even a fancy one. If you've just got a car in the in the in your driveway that you probably don't need, or you can get a cheaper one to run. That's just going to give you the same amount of um, joy, if you like, just going to and from the grocery store, especially right now, right? <laughs> There's nowhere exactly. else to go. So, yeah, you can just have a think about what can you um, do without to be able to achieve a massive shift like this. So how much money do you want to take and put in your pocket month after month, every month, that starting point? Like we said, it's usually around five, five to $10,000 what people have in their heads. But then you want to, when you're taking the income, to be able to take that income, you need to make a profit in your business. That's pretty much the only way you're going to be able to do that, right? So a solid business, we always say should make around 20% profit. That's 20% net profit as a a rule of thumb. So this is after all expenses, right? Not including your salary at this point, but it's after all those business expenses, cost of the product, et cetera. And then what we want to do is reverse engineer exactly how much money you need to making your business to say get that $10,000 income. So we're just playing with numbers at the moment, right? Don't worry about how you're gonna do it right now. You just need to set the target. So then what you wanna do is grow your business, right? So you wanna take some of that profit and invest it back into the business to launch new products. So you don't wanna take all that profit out because you're literally gonna be stagnant. So think of it this way, you're gonna make 20% profit, you're gonna put half of it back into the business, i we going to take half of it for ourselves, which is in essence is 10% of the profit of the business. So a quick way to work it out, how much top line sales you're going to need for 10% income is take that desired monthly income goal. So let's say $10,000, multiply it by 10 and you get a monthly sales goal. That's the sales that you need to aim for, the top line sales that each of your products is going to bring for you. So if you want to make $10,000 income per month, you need to do about $100,000 in top line sales. The same applies for $5,000. If you want $5,000 times it by 10, you need to do $50,000 in top line sales. So that's a quick and easy way to kind of, you know, roughly work out. We call it back of a fag packet, which is back of a cigarette packet. Um, calculation, right? Yeah, Isaac's laughing at me now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a British term right there. And then, you know, just using tools like Jungle Scout or Helium 10, any of those tools that help you find the data on Amazon and do some research, basically do that research and you'll find out that a handful of products that fit into your brand can get you that to that goal in around 12 to 18 months right between that five thousand and ten thousand dollar profit income back into your pocket which is pretty doable right if you think about it that way now again right now guys you don't even know what you're going to sell that's not the point the point is you've got a target to aim for and what you're going to do is reverse engineer all those when you do your product research you're going to find those products that make you those top line sales and make you that profitability that you need to have the income goal. So it makes product selection so much easier. But also, what it means is is that you can project a lot of crap once you do the numbers properly. And we've gone through this in a, in a few po- podcasts as well, how to do your numbers. Once you've worked out those numbers properly, it's it's pretty easy. You can put it on a, on a spreadsheet and see how quickly you're going to reach that income goal.
1: Yeah. And that's the, that's the whole point. Once you have that goal, then you can actually start looking for the product. So shift number two in this process is to actually choose products based on the speed of ROI, not just profit, because you still need money to come back to you. And yeah, you can have some great products that have 40% profit margin, but they only sell 30 units a month and you've bought, you know, a year's worth of supply. Well, that doesn't help you because that return on investments just sitting on the shelf, waiting and waiting and waiting. So you're really not growing the business. You're just every once in a while getting a sale. And in the end you might actually get, you know, long-term storage fees or, you know, just storage bills or whatever. And you've just basically have money sitting there waiting when you want that money to kind of come back faster rather than later. So you want to ask yourself a few questions to make sure that you're at least getting the profitability and the ROI right, and make sure your inventory is actually turning over properly. So ask yourself these questions. Do you have more than $5 cash and 35% margin on each of your products? So that's $5 in profit after all things, including ads and 35% margin. Well, actually before ads, I should say before ads. So that way you can have room for ads. So that way you can get at least a 20 or 25% profit margin per product. And that's what's going to help you build this business ongoing and ongoing. Then ask yourself, do you have more than 150% return on investment or ROI? Now that's something that may not have maybe not Everybody knows how to calculate, but essentially if you put a dollar in, the idea is that you're going to get, you know 150% of that back so that would be you know $2.50 is what you'd actually get and then you minus that $1 so you're left with a $1.50 left over and that's pretty much how you know you want your business to run is that you're paying off the, the cost of goods and the cost for that product and then you're actually still getting you know that return plus some extra then you have to ask yourself can you turn over your stock every 3 months basically Three to four months is the ideal scenario. You don't want to go six to 12 months because if you have six to 12 months, you will incur long-term storage fees on Amazon. And even if you don't store with Amazon all of your goods, what's the point in having stuff that's not going to sell in the next three to four months when that's what you need to keep the business, you know, liquid and keep cash flowing. So you really want to make sure that you have that money kind of not just sitting, it's like putting it in a bank account and never like never using it or, you know, buying a bunch of inventory, putting it on a shelf and never selling it. What's the point? Then ask yourself, do you have cash left over when you place your order quantity? So if you've got, you know, you know, say your first order is $10,000 and you budgeted $10,000. Well, if you didn't have any cash left over, you can't market that product. You can't do anything with ads. You can't do pretty much anything. So you're just listing it and hoping and praying someone's going to show up and buy your product, which is not a great way to do business. So you definitely don't want to buy a product that takes away all of your you know, budget. So you make sure that you have some left over after you place your order. And then you also want to ask yourself, are you price competitive with your market? Because that's what's going to help you sell. If you're too high or too low, people won't buy you because they don't see you in the realm of competition of that price. They won't trust you for too low, like really low sometimes. And then they pretty much won't believe that you're worth the extra expense if you're too high. So you need to be competitive. And usually we say we want to sell either at or below our main competitors. And, and you know, if we could still get that 35% margin, then why wouldn't we take that extra risk of like, you know, just selling it $1 lower? Because really all that means is that we can stand out in a marketplace where, you know, nobody else is selling at that price. So that's a really good way to stand out right away. And then does your product have more sales potential? So if you're currently selling, do you think that if you got better keyword ranking or if you use ads better, or if, you know, you you got more, you know, more keywords to rank on and got more ranking for each one, do you think you could actually get more sales? If that's the case, then- Great, that can help you actually speed up your sales and cash flow return. And then another thing to ask yourself, and this is something that we always quote uh, Michael Dell from Dell Computers, basically, you know, if you're not paying attention to your cash flow, you're going to run out of gas and your business is going to flatline. Ask yourself this last question: Can you afford your next order? If you cannot afford your next order, your business is dying, and you just don't know it yet. So, like, that's really the the key term of the, that that turning point in your business where you go. Oh my God, like I've got a product that's so expensive that now that it's selling well, I can't actually afford to reorder it and restock it. And that's when you have to understand ahead of time when those things are actually going to come up so that way you don't get stuck in that position.
0: Yeah. and then being able to you know couple that with when you're going to launch the products as well, yeah. right? you know So when you're actually doing the, this exercise, you you kind of want a bank of those great products already lined up. And then you can then understand, well, where once I've ordered this product and then I start to get the cash flow back, then I can order the next one and the next one. So that's why it's important at this stage as well, when you're choosing your products based on the, the speed of the ROI, that you're actually looking at a range of products that you could actually sell as opposed to just one single product. Because once yep. we, we start to get too myopic on things, then we, we don't we don't see the wood for the trees, right? And we're just so focused on that thing that we're not seeing how it's going to impact the rest of the business as well.
1: Yeah, and and one thing is that, you know, we've made the mistake of trying to launch too many at one time as well. And then guess what? Your cash flow is dried up as well. So yeah, you you really need to understand that cash is paramount in your business as far as how many things you can do at one time. It's a resource just like anything else. If you don't have enough time to be able to commit, if you don't have enough money to be able to commit, if you don't have enough energy or effort or manpower, then you shouldn't just start, you know multiplying your product line until you're ready for that and that's a big factor that we see a lot of people messing up as well
0: yeah it's quite interesting actually isn't it i love that quote from michael dell i mean it's a a true thing in their business right as he says they were looking at the speedometer but they didn't realize they were running out running out of gas and i think we get you know we're competitive people right we're starting a business we we want the goal as, as soon as we can get it We see other people out there telling us that they've got that goal. So we just want to accelerate as much as possible, but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Don't think of this business as it's a, you know, one and done, right? It's something that you're going to continue to grow over time and make sure that you're not comfortable in terms of not taking risks, but comfortable in that you're not basically chucking everything at you know chucking everything at the wall and hoping something sticks right yeah, and just you to know.
1: clarify i don't think i actually said what the quote was but it's something to paraphrase as yeah. you, you alluded to is basically they're looking at the speedometer which was their sales and revenue thinking they're doing really well but they didn't realize they were running out of gas which was their cash flow and their company was basically bankrupting so that's yeah. when they had to really focus back on their cash instead of their sales
0: yeah. So if it's good enough for big companies and, and that's the thing, right? Don't feel like you're alone in this. Everybody's done it. <laughs> Literally yeah. everyone. Cause we feel like the speedometer is just going to keep going and the gas is always going to be there. So yeah. it's definitely a big shift and the sooner you can make it, the better your life and your business is going to be. So then shift number three is calculating your marketing and launch costs before you place your order. Right? So might sound duh obvious. Yeah. But I don't really know anyone that, is, that does this, right? No. Of, of course, apart from you and I, Isaac. Yeah. But literally, I've not seen anyone else do this properly. So we get people, they come to us and they're like, look, my ACOS is blowing up. Um, it's over 100%. I'm losing loads of money. Or I can't stay viable because I'm spending so much on PPC. Basically, what it, means, it generally means is that they haven't worked out how much the marketing is going to cost them up front and how that can eat into the profit margin. So... For instance, you could be looking at a product, it looks great on paper in terms of you looked at the profitability, it could be, maybe you're making $5 profit, or maybe you're making $3 profit, looks great. But the cost of the the click on ads to get you to page one for that keyword could be $2.50. And guess what, you might not, you're not going to convert all those sales, all those clicks to a sale. So all of a sudden, most of your profit has gone in those and those clicks to get you to be able to get ranked. Right. So, and we're going to go this in, in, in depth in a, in a few more episodes around this, but essentially what I'm saying is if you don't understand what the cost is going to take you to actually maintain your sales on Amazon, then you kind of got a dud straight away. Right. Mm -hmm. So we really need to focus in on that. What we always, you know, recommend that you do is don't overcomplicate your launch process Uh, We believe in sticking as close to Amazon as possible, essentially so you can control your costs, because we we can kind of work out what they're going to be, and also control your sanity, right? Like we said up front, most people are like, oh my god, it's killing me, man, you know, what's going on? But we can actually work with data, and we can see how much it's going to cost, and also, you know, how long it's going to take you to get somewhere. So we recommend a launch strategy using Amazon PPC as the key driver for launching. So by not overcomplicating the launch process, when you're working through the numbers of profit and return on investment and essentially checking out the viability of your products, you're going to check your main keywords in the Amazon-sponsored ads platform and you basically want to check the suggested bid for those keywords. Now, you're going to optimize over time, of course. You're going to, you know, you're going to do all that cool stuff. But essentially, when you're launching the product, you're going to go all out, right? You're going to basically make sure that you're visible for all those keywords. So we want to make sure that you can afford to do that. So if we do some quick math, mathematics in English (laughs) around this, let's say 100% of your sales are going to come from ads in the first couple of weeks, right? Because you're not going to get those organic sales. And then over time, we're going to expect around 20% of your sales to come from PPC. So right up at launch, it's going to be 100%, then it's going to be 20%. What you want to do is take that number and subtract it from your profit margin. And then you're going to be able to see how much your profit you're going to make after ads. So what we can essentially do is to say, well, how much am I going to sell in the first few weeks? 100% is going to be on ads. The cost per click is going to be this because we can get that from Amazon. And we can we can essentially do some quick math and go, yeah, this is how much my profit margin is going to be. Once you've done that over time, and we recommend again, like 20% of your sales is going to come from ads. If you make over 20% in profit after ad spend, that's usually a good rule of thumb. Usually that's a good goer, right? If it's less than that, you wanna find ways that you can negotiate, you know, your cost of goods up front or just basically launch a better product, right? So that's why we say, do a lot of different research all in one go and you're not just focused on one thing. So once we really made this shift, cause we've launched a few doozies in our time where yeah. exactly that's happened, right? Essentially, what it means is is you've got more confidence because we know it's going to actually make us money. Now, it's not going to be 100% perfect. This is going to be a forecast, but at least it's based on numbers. At least it's based on data. It also means that there's not going to be any of those hidden costs that are going to come up and bite you on the bum, basically, as you're going through the launch process. And you definitely don't want that, right? So the key things to plan before you actually put any money down on any product is set that income goal for yourself, set an income goal for each product as well. How much, you know, how much you're going to essentially make from each of those products to get you to the bigger goal. Use the data from Amazon to verify the potential income. You want to calculate your profitability, calculate the cost of the first order, calculate your launch costs, add costs ongoing, and then calculate those reorder costs. If you've got all those key things in place, then essentially you've easily fix your broken product selection process, right? Or even better, do this before you've even like launched your business yet. If you can get into this process of doing that before you've even launched a product, you're going to be well on your way to having some awesome products that you know you can launch in the future.
1: Yeah, I guess the, maybe the dumb moment here is that obviously if all them costs are too much than like more than you have for a budget to launch a product, then that should be no. You don't launch that product. And if it's you know you you have money left over, or you know that's that's you've got plenty of money to launch a product after all those calculations, then great. Then that's a good product. So yeah. obviously, if you add all that up and then you're like, oh well, it's a twenty five thousand dollars you know cost, and I've got ten thousand dollars, why would you calculate that and then still launch the product? It doesn't make any sense, right? So uh, yeah. I wanted to be very clear that that's what we're telling you not to do. Like, don't overspend your budget get a product that you can actually, you know, develop and, and, and reorder in and do launches on and do ad expenses and all that stuff and still have money left over. So that way you potentially can even launch a second product. Um, yeah. So and that's, that's and
0: that's why we always say, isn't it right? You know, when you hear these people, they say, if you've got 500 bucks, you can launch a, an Amazon business or even a thousand dollars, even th- $2,000. There's no way you can do that. Right. Yeah. We, we say this all the time. You, you, well, you could do it. You can launch a product. But you can't make it viable, sustainable, and make sure that it's actually going to go towards your income someday, right?
1: I mean, you could wait 10 years, maybe, and eventually may turn into something that, yeah, but it's just not, it's not a good, clever way to make money. Yeah. You have to, you have to plan the whole business out, have the capital for it. Otherwise it's a, it's a waste. So let's recap the major shifts we discussed to have a product selection process that makes you money are number one, start with your income goal first, find products to help you get there and then reverse engineer that goal with the products built into a forecast planner. So that way you can actually see when your income goal is going to be met. And then number two, choose products that bring you back cash quickly so that your business isn't dying due to lack of cash flow. So you don't want to run out of money. You don't want to run out of gas like Michael Dell was talking about Dell Computers. And then lastly, we talked about how to plan your marketing expenses upfront before you even order the product so you aren't shocked by hidden costs after the product is selling. So remember guys, now that you have the solution to these mistakes, don't make them. It is your job to implement them into your business and grow your business through action. Also, to get some free training on what it takes to have a successful business to feed your lifestyle, head to www.goteamreal.com to download our free training today. Also, head to www.goteamreal.com slash income to download your free income calculator. And make sure to subscribe and tune in next week for part two of this five-part series on how to avoid and overcome the five Amazon FBA killer mistakes for a highly profitable and simple business that fuels your lifestyle. We'll see you guys later. Bye for now.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon,
1: head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.